Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio, where we're on a mission to help millennials get intentional in life, business, and career with practical advice and real stories of living with intention, the good, the bad, and lots of the ugly. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to flip your perspective on what's possible with the help of the amazing intention getters I get to have as guests. Join my community on Instagram, at Jessica Thiefels, so we can keep these conversations going while supporting one another to stay intentional every day. And finally, if you love this podcast, please subscribe, share, and review. I would greatly appreciate it. I am seriously so stoked for today's guest because she is someone that I met in Croatia. She lives in Australia, and we were on the same um, boat tour, Coda Sail. And actually, am, is it correct that Brad is Chris's cousin? Yes, he is. <laughs> so Emma's husband, his cousin is this gentleman named Chris, who is so awesome and crazy and all the things. Anyway, <laughs> he runs Coda Sail. So that's how we met. But Emma is a certified health coach and totally passionate about making sure that we all have fun when we're doing the things that are important to us, because let's all be real. We can take life too seriously, especially in times like COVID and quarantine. So thank you so much, Emma, for jumping on with me today. Oh my gosh, Jess, thank you so much for having me. It's crazy to think that it was like not even really that long ago that we were sailing around Croatia and having this amazing time. And now we're kind of all stuck in isolation. So it's funny how quickly things can change. But, oh, um, <laughs> I know. And what I would give to wake up and know that I have a swim stop in two hours and slather oh, some carrot oil all over me. And <laughs> Oh my gosh, the swim stops. It was like, we used to live for that. <laughs> oh, you were like, Chris, why isn't there a swim stop sooner? We want to get in the water. <laughs> Oh, hilarious. That was living the dream, that one. Oh, that was truly the best. I'll have to do an episode on that part of our travel at some point. But today, we're going to talk about something a little different. But before we dive in, Emma, tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are. Yeah, awesome. So I guess I am 32 years old. I am married. I'm a dog mom, very important role. Um, (laughs) I also, I live on an island like, I'm like an hour and a half from Melbourne in Australia. So it's kind of a little bit remote. It's pretty quiet here. It's very chill. And I run online businesses. So that's awesome because it is so remote. I can still be so connected to the world, which is amazing. And I work in the health, health and wellness field. So I am an IIN health coach. I also have a clothing label as well that started off as a joke and it's actually just turned into this like, you know, awesome, just little fun business that we've got. But um, I, what I love is, and I think that this is something in the past with my businesses I've noticed, is that it's really easy to get wrapped up in like the grind and all these things that we have to do that we forget to have fun along the way. Mm. And honestly, like if we aren't having fun, what's the point? Like so many people just, they go through and then they're like, they, when they remember to have fun, it's too late. So I mm-hmm. just want to encourage everyone and to, to really make sure that they're doing things all the time that they enjoy. And we can fit them in throughout our day. I know we can um, because I make sure that it's a priority and I'm always into everyone. I'm like, what have you done that's fun lately? <laughs> I love that. Such a good question to check in. Like, 
a good midweek check-in. Like, what have I done this week that's actually fun and enjoyable and not just grinding and working? Yeah, and I know, like, for periods of myself, like, I got into my own head and I take myself really seriously. And the thing is, and someone said this to me, like, it was a little while ago now, and it just resonates so much. The thing is, none of us are getting out of here alive anyway. So we may as well... (laughs) Don't take ourselves too seriously. Be okay to face plant and just make sure you're doing stuff that lights you up as well. Yes, I love it. Well, I feel like would you, I want to talk to you today about getting intentional about holistic health. Um, yes. And I really, I really love the idea of holistic health and what it means. So let's dive in. I imagine having fun as part of this, but tell us. Tell us what what holistic health means exactly. So when we talk about holistic health, I think there's a lot of terminology that gets slung around. But basically, it's it comes back to, you know what, all these things that we talk about, normal health, like the nutrition that we eat and exercise, how we move our body, um, and a lot more into mental health now, which is awesome. That's all important. But there's so many other things that contribute to that. So things like having meaningful relationships, having hobbies that light you up as well, um, being able to call someone and have a really open, honest conversation that you can you know, talk to them in a way that you might not talk over Messenger, for example. Um, and those sorts of things are so important. Even something as simple as like, you know, exploring like what makes you happy in the way of, okay, well, do you know what? This week I'm going to do something new creatively. And just like all those different areas, they all sort of band together. And yes, nutrition and exercise is extremely important for, you know, preventing disease and longevity and that sort of stuff. But so is making sure that we're connected in other ways and, and doing things for ourselves that light us up and spirituality is actually a big one as well whether that that doesn't necessarily mean religion it can be something as simple as taking a walk along the beach with by yourself and just tuning in like it can be anything and that's really important too I believe yeah absolutely taking yeah I mean it's obviously in the word holistic taking a whole holistic view at at what health, I guess even defining what health means for you, right? Like, because health, like you're saying, is so much more than eating well. Like, would you say that, like, bringing holistic health into your life, maybe that starts with saying, like, what does a healthy life look like for me? Yes, and and that's the really important question there, I think, is for me, because it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's slightly different, and it's the same with nutrition. Like, we're all so different. One man's food is another man's poison. And, you know, we see that all the time with intolerances and things. And it's the same in other aspects as well. So absolutely just getting down and, and it's really just what fills you up, like what makes you feel good, because that's a huge part of health as well, I believe. Absolutely. Why? It seems like such a simple idea, but I feel like so many people struggle with this. What do you see with clients in, in, in your research and your experiences that make it so difficult for us to live a really holistically healthy life. Maybe like some I don't know, things that hold us back mindset wise, maybe things in our environment. Yeah. Environment's a huge one. Um, and, but also the thing is, you know, everybody lives very busy lives these days and I hate the word busy, but it's just, we've all got so much on all the time that we're so outward. And so we're thinking like, and, so many people, I, I, they literally have a checklist and they're just getting through the day by 
ticking off the things on the list and they actually very rarely even have time to sit down and ask themselves these questions. And it's just, I, I believe that it's just the world that we live in. I do see it changing though. Like, and I, especially our generation, we're like, I don't know, I love us. We're like redefining the whole work life. Like, nah, do you know what? We don't want that work really, 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 really hard until, you know, you can't work hard anymore. We're kind of like, well, do you know what? Let's shake that up a little bit. And I love that because I think that um, it's really, really important and, and the time has come. Like it really has that we start taking care of ourselves um, a bit more. So I do believe, um, to get back to your question, I do go off topic. <laughs> That's just okay. me. Um, so, <laughs> I do believe, yeah, we just got so, there's so many distractions all the time that it's, it's hard to sort of sit down and ask ourselves those questions. And people often have just never been asked that themselves. Yeah. So if someone's listening to this and they're like, I feel like I want to bring a more holistic approach to my life and my health, what maybe, what are like some practical strategies that people can start using to get really intentional about making this a part of their life? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the first thing that they need to, I highly recommend everybody set aside some time in their week and schedule it in. Like it's really important to schedule time for you, but just to sit down and, and really dig deep and, and have a think about, do you know what? I don't have enough play in my life. There is not enough spontaneous adventure, which is hard at the moment. I know considering everything that's going on, but you know, just those things that that line us up and creativity is a huge one and not and not everyone's creative in the same aspect some people might be that arty whereas some people are more hands-on other people it's just like a bit of downtime for themselves or you know having conversation as well so bringing that into it but just sitting down and making sure that you schedule that time in and like especially like you know obviously you talk to a lot of business owners and they're the best at getting stuff done. I was going to say, I was going to swear and I realized that I can swear. So they're really good at getting shit done. Yes. Um, they're also really good. They're really good at putting themselves last. And so I encourage everybody, I work with a lot of people that do have businesses and scheduling that time in and going, okay, what have I done this week that's play? Have I scheduled in time for my family? You know, do we have a date night a week? Just something, even to be like for Brad and I, for example, we did pottery on the weekend and it was really fun and I thought I'd be really good at it and I was shit. <laughs> Better than me, but just that, that fun and bringing that play into it. And obviously um, in the kitchen, for example, that's a really great bonding time. If you're in a relationship, that's a great time to bond. It's also a really great way for us to be creative um, mm -hmm. and to get that kind of side out. And like, there's just so many different ways, but yeah, definitely sit down, schedule out time and have a look at what you're not getting enough of. Mm -hmm. And just again, make sure you're doing something for you that fun, that self-care and self-care gets thrown around a lot. I know, and it can be a meditation in the morning, but it can also be, you know, having a wine if that's what you need at the time or binging out on Netflix or just like whatever that is for you, getting on your bike. Like it's just something different for everyone. Yeah, I remember I've done an exercise before that's like, what are like, you know, 10 or 20 ways to fill your cup, you know, to, to make you feel really good, like these sort of fun, creative, whatever the case may be. And then how can you do, you know, like one of those things once a day, one of those things once a month, one of those things once a year or whatever it is. 
So I feel like that's a good way of getting, even just getting started is like, what are the things that make me feel good? Because I feel like we don't even recognize that sometimes. Oh, no, we don't. And that's the thing is that we're so, and also like, especially women, like women just put everyone else first all the time. <clears throat> that's why we're so important because we just, you know, mums especially like, oh my goodness, everyone else goes first and then often they come last. And the, the thing, the fact of the matter is if mum goes down, the ship goes down. So it's so important. And for so long, um, you know, it's been that prioritize, prioritize everyone else. But I think now, like, we're having these conversations and, and we're realizing that no, like you have to, you have to be the best version of you. So then you can give to everyone else around you. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. If we're building out this sort of like holistic health plan or I guess, yeah, plan or strategy for ourselves, would you say that there are like some specific categories to look at? So we've talked about um, like sort of having fun, like how could we sort of bucket this so we could say, okay, I'm going to make sure I hit all the various elements so I'm really addressing all of the areas of my health? Yeah, absolutely. So I've actually got an amazing little tool um, that you can, it's called the Wheel of Life and it's something that I actually got through my health coaching course. It's something that we like sort of were taught to sort of look at and it just changes the way we think of things, I suppose. I'm just going to bring it up quickly if you don't mind. Um, and I'll actually walk you through it. And so why, and we use a circle and the reason we use a circle is because of everything kind of goes around. It's like holistic and it works well as a wheel. And if we rank, rate ourselves on this wheel, so just say, um, if this area is going really, really well for you, then, you know, you'll be towards the outside of the wheel. Okay, and if you're not, it'll be towards the inside. And they're actually, um, it's split up this little wheel. And so the thing is, we want the wheel that if it was moving, to kind of you know go at a steady pace. Whereas if everything's on the outside and there's one little bit that's missing, it'll kind of pull it back in, and so it'll be a wonky wheel. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? It's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is this available somewhere online that we can share with that listeners can look at later? It absolutely is and I will um I will actually give you the link if you like um and yeah they can like it's interactive and so I believe that they do actually have it on the IIN website that you can go and have an interactive version which is amazing I'm just trying to bring it up sorry my computer I've got like a um my computer hates me, but it's basically that you can go in and all the different areas and it's like relationships obviously you, your food and exercise is a huge one but also creativity spirituality um also uh, home cooking which is a big one um and the thing the reason for that is that if we are cooking we're not only being creative but we know what's going into our food which you know with everything that's going on um in the world of food at the moment and all the preservatives and all that stuff it's a great way to know what's going into our food i said spirituality didn't i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's me. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. I th yeah, and it, and it does make sense. If, if you're fully, if you're really committed to it or you're really doing well, the wheel is totally full. If you're not and it's sort of the peripheral of the wheel is sort of dipping in and out to match where you're at, then it's wonky, right? Yeah, and it's just not functioning to its best ability. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That makes total sense. Yeah, definitely send that link along. And then everyone listening, go ahead and check the show notes. I will make sure to include it there so you can play with that and sort of figure out what your most holistic health looks like. You brought up something though that I want to talk about because I know a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people, especially people like my sister's age and my brother-in-law's age, they just don't cook. And, and I want to talk a little bit about like, how do you, how do you get yourself to start making time for cooking? Like, do you have any tips for doing that? Yeah. And this is, and a lot of people don't anymore. Um, and I think it's a really big disconnect between our whole, you know, eating mindfully and things like that, which is a whole nother conversation, but uh, like make it fun. Number one, make it fun, make it an adventure. So for example, um, one night a week, Brad and I have like a themed night. So we both sit down at the start of the week and go, okay, what are we going to do on Saturday night? What's our theme night? And it might be like a certain cuisine or something like that and we'll do it together and just make it fun so that it's a bit less of a chore um because i i I totally get it especially when you're cooking for a family it can be you know very much a chore um so you just want to make it a fun experience and it can be so things like that also you know be make it easy for yourself even like yesterday like i personally enjoy cooking when I have the time. And then yesterday I decided I was going to make dumplings and it was all great, except I forgot that my calendar was really full and it ended up being a stressful experience because mm. I was trying to get it done between things. So, and I'm someone that enjoys cooking. So I like, it's making sure that you have the time and doing something that's easy. But when you sit down to that meal together and you've made it and it's been a fun experience, it's actually like, you can get to bond I guess with whoever you're cooking with and even if it's with just yourself enjoy that meal that you've created um and congratulations to you for doing that because a lot of people don't do it anymore yes and it's so and it's so honestly it's funny how simple it can be like you can have fun with theme nights and and try new meals but you can also just like use a crock pot and throw a huge hunk of meat in there leave it for the day and you'll have it ready for dinner at night and then throw together, like throw some greens on your plate for a salad or something. Um, It's so so simple. simple. Yeah. And I think too, like there's a lot of amazing recipes out there, but some of them I look at some of these health recipes and what's got like 40 bloody ingredients in it. (laughs) Like, so so be kind to yourself. If you're just starting out, just start out with something small and something easy and like the crock pot, we call them slow cookers here. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So easy. Just chuck anything in and, and have fun with it. And do you know what? The amount of to ask my husband, I made stiff squid lot once and I've never lived it down. It was the most disgusting thing he's ever eaten. And it's like this, weekly, like he brings up this weekly joke that you could have killed someone with it because it was like this rock hard squid anyway. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. <laughs> even if you crap, it makes for a good story later on. Yeah. Cooking disasters will happen, but in the name of having fun, it's okay. Cause then it, cause it's silly. And then you just like order pizza or something after and call it a day. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else should we know about holistic health? What are maybe some challenges that you see clients having in terms of integrating this, this style of health into their life? Yeah, I think, um, so like time's a big one, especially like when it comes to business owners, because you know, like there's always 
a million things running through their mind at once and they've got so many challenges and things like that. And a really great place to start too, and I always recommend is setting, so obviously scheduling out at least something a week that makes you feel really, really good, that's fun, that's lighthearted that you can do. But also I really love morning routines. Um, and a morning routine can literally be wake up, take three deep breaths, stretch when you get out of bed or for some people it can be you know an extreme hour long hour and a half long routine it doesn't matter what it is whether it's big or long the fact is that you're setting that intention for yourself to make yourself a priority and when we make ourselves a priority the universe that you know the universe favors those who favor themselves and so mm. i believe that more comes back to us because we're making ourselves a priority i love that line the yeah. universe Shoot, now I lost it. Favors those who favor themselves. Favors those who favor themselves. I'm writing that down because I really like that. What a powerful reason to start prioritizing yourself. Get the universe on your side. It's like, it's like when you're moving toward what it is that you really, really want, something you feel really passionate about. If you're doing the work, the universe is going to come in to support you. Same thing for your own personal life. I love that. Okay. So yeah, finding ways to just prioritize yourself. And we also did one of my first podcast episodes was with one of my best friends talking about morning routines. And I'll reiterate what we said there, which was, it's just about what feels supportive for you. So exactly like what you said, Emma, it's not, it doesn't have to be one specific thing. Like for so long, I resisted having a morning routine because I was like, I'm not the kind of person who wants to wake up and meditate and do yoga and blah, 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 blah. That's so funny. That was me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now I have, I'm one of those people who has like an hour to an hour and a half every morning where I don't like, I don't start work until I feel like fully centered and aligned and ready and, and aware of what I'm feeling. So for me every morning, that's like, Sometimes it's visualizing, sometimes it's journaling, sometimes it's walking, sometimes it's meditating, sometimes it's just drinking my tea and staring out the window. Um, yeah. So just reiterating that like also prioritizing yourself is not putting expectations on yourself about what it's supposed to look like and just feel into what feels good for you in the morning, no matter what that is. Yes, 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 absolutely. And the intention of like, and this is like getting intentional, the intention of you doing that, it, that's all it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It, it, it really doesn't. It's just the intention of, do you know what? I'm going to prioritize myself right now. Yep. Yep, exactly. And like, and like you said initially at the beginning, which I feel like is really important for those of us who are really busy is scheduling it. Like just like, especially now, because we can't go like make an appointment to go get a massage or whatever that would sort of hold us accountable. And so I feel like it's even more important now to put it on your schedule because you are literally the only person holding yourself accountable to finding some sort of self-care or way of taking care of yourself during quarantine. Yeah, and one of my mentors very long time ago said, like, make your calendar your boss. And so often, especially like for people that are coming into the business world and stuff, it's, you know, we, we need a boss to start off with because we're not used to being one ourselves. So make a calendar your boss and scheduling everything, all those things, especially down to the self-care and what's important as well. Um, and then it's in there. Once it's in there, it's in there. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Even scheduling, like you said, you do a theme night, like even scheduling your meals, if you find it hard to cook healthy meals, like so many people 
rely on planning at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the week and then buying everything and, and knowing what their meal is going to be every night because it may seem like you know a lot of extra work but that's going to just like your calendar it's going to hold you accountable to cooking those meals because you've planned them and bought everything for them so now you got to make it <laughs> yes, i love it yeah <laughs> all right so we have prioritizing yourself getting your time on the calendar any other last thoughts you want to share with listeners about bringing holistic health into their life no i think just lean in and explore it and like be fun like obviously fun i'm just all about fun and you know don't take anything too seriously like explore it, do what feels good, um, but really do think about it from that whole wheel perspective and just say, do you know what, maybe this month this could be my focus and explore, you know, whether it is your creativity or something a bit more spiritual, like, you know, morning meditation or whatever. It just, yeah, just feel into it, be playful with it all as well um, and, yeah, just and see how you're feeling. And this is one thing that I think is really big too is that, Often we'll make a change, but we won't actually kind of really um, record how we're feeling. So I often will say to someone when they're starting something new and whether this be your holistic health journey, how do you feel mentally? How do you feel physically at like the morning and the afternoon? And then as you start to go through and create more of a routine or a schedule of whatever way you want to do this, you know, check in with yourself. Okay, how am I feeling at the moment? How am I feeling mentally and how am I feeling physically? Is it improving? Um, and that way you can sort of say, do you know what? This is actually working. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the results because that's what I feel like keeps you moving forward is when you can see that it's actually working and you're feeling better and maybe things that you wouldn't notice like your mood or your energy. But when you look yeah. back, you realize like, oh shit, I like felt like crap until 3 yeah. p.m. every day before this. And now I feel so energized and alive. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's those subtle changes, and it's just like if someone goes on a weight loss journey and they look at themselves every day, they don't notice the change um, until you know it's super severe, and they might see something looking back. And if we don't track that with our something that isn't visible, um, and so writing, even journaling, journaling is amazing for that. Um, but yeah, tracking your results and being like, oh yeah, motto, it is working. <laughs> and there are really good apps too. I can't think there was one that I'd used that I can't remember what it's called that you can use to, it'll notify you, like it'll pop up however many times a day you want it to, let's say two or three times. And it'll say like, how are you feeling right now? And you can type stuff in or you can like denote it with a certain like facial expression that they give you a few faces to choose from. And like, if you're listening to this being like, I'm never going to remember to do that. Um, I don't like journaling, which let's talk if you don't like journaling. But um, if you feel like you're not going to hold yourself accountable to that, get an app that will hold you accountable to it. And just make it like, like even with like we're saying with cooking, you know, make it as easy as possible to stick with. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be full on extreme three course meals. Just do something little and start out small. That's, you know, that you can sit there and not feel overwhelmed by thinking, oh, this is just not what I can commit to right now. So start small. That's totally fine. It's the intention of doing it more so than the actual doing itself. Yes, exactly. Just committing to making that shift in whatever area. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Well, I guess I have my last question for you. The question I ask everybody who comes on this show, which is, what is your current intention getter story? What are you working toward? Yeah, okay. So I love this. Um, so, so much at the moment, but mm -hmm. um, 
it's hard it's hard to define I have some really big goals especially for my business um by the end of the year which is through a huge spanner in the works of everything that's going on with COVID-19 and the isolation and I had so much travel on um so it's obviously had a bit of a refocus but yeah some some really big and scary business goals for me and I like it's exciting though, thinking, I'm just thinking about my, oh my gosh, but also as well, we're at home, we're renovating our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one massive thing for me at the moment. We bought my family beach house that my grandpa actually built. So it's very, very meaningful. And so that's a big thing that we're working on at the moment is doing that justice and creating a family home that we love. Mm, I remember talking about that on, um, on the trip you had, I don't think you'd bought the home yet, but you guys were talking about buying it. And then I think shortly yeah. after you get the bullet. Yes. Yes. So we're here, we live here and it's falling apart, <laughs> which is fine. But um, yeah, so that's a big part of my journey at the moment. And again, making sure that I have fun while we're doing this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause that can be, I'm sure so stressful though. You guys have done this a lot. You do a lot of home renovation stuff, don't you? Yeah, we have done a few in the past. So I wouldn't say we're pros, but we are slightly experienced. (laughs) More experienced than the average bear, I think. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Well, let's see. Uh, Where can people find you um, if they want to connect with you online? Yeah, awesome. So um, I'm very active on Instagram. Um, so my Instagram is I am Emma Savage. Um, and I'm also on Facebook a little bit. Um, so Emma Savage on Facebook as well. Um, I do have a website. It is emmasavage.co. Um, so yeah, you can contact me through any of those. Awesome. And I'll drop all the links in the show notes, of course. So anyone listening can find you there. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm, I love this conversation and I feel like this is really giving people a lot to think about, especially at a time when health and self-care and how we're living our lives is in the spotlight so much. Yeah, I think it's a really important conversation to have. Um, and I thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on and have a chat with you. Of course. Well, thanks again, and thank you to everybody who tuned in today. If you loved this episode, if you love any of the episodes, please, please rate and review and share. It's like literally reviews are like the lifeblood for podcasters. So if you love this, please do that, and I will be talking to you on another episode very soon.